The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Angels, all things paranormal. This is Angel Talk. Well, hello, my dear friends. Welcome to this episode of Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. Recently in episode 94, I was able to share with you some really interesting things that were happening to me lately about portal presenting itself in my bedroom and then a ship from the extraterrestrial realm, and then a visit from the extraterrestrials who inoculated me. Weird and exciting stuff, right? Well, within that episode, I put an all call out for some of you or any of you to share some experiences maybe that you've had recently about portals or extraterrestrials, and my, have you delivered. Thank you so much. I have truly enjoyed reading your emails, And those of you who have shared with me in sessions, your beautiful experiences. And I am so, so very inspired by your, you know, your your ways of incorporating these experiences into your lives without fear and how you go about these experiences with such grace and wonder. I just think that if we were in a different time and place, we would just pee our pants with fear, wouldn't we? But no, you are really doing such a beautiful job of saying, wow, what is this? Show me more spirit. And I thank you. Well, today in that vein, I am going to share with you an interview I had with one of our listeners, Emily, who contacted me about a story she has and an interaction she has had with the extraterrestrial realm. I'm excited to share that interview with you in just a minute. Getting into that, I'd like to first share a message from the angelic realm. I am pulling a card today from the Wisdom Keeper's Oracle Deck and Inner Guidebook, 64 Faces of Awakening. This beautiful deck is by Rosie Aronson, PhD. It includes 65 oracle cards and 165 page guidebook and six bonus cards. It is so, so beautiful. So here we go. I'm choosing some card, a card here. And I've got the Diplomacy card. My, this is a gorgeous deck. I'm just gently putting my hand over the card, letting it hover. And I have the angels saying, Oh boy, loved ones. In the week to come, we ask that you stand and rest in the space of diplomacy. People are hurting right now as they shift between their earth body and their spirit body. The emotion that may come out is one of hurt, one of anger. And what is beneath hurt and anger? Sadness. What is beneath sadness? Ah, sometimes. The cracking crust of awakening. As people awaken, they are surprised by what's underneath. 
wonder, awakening, the glittery goodness of coming out of hibernation can surprise people. What's underneath that they forgot about, the breaking through of trauma and the cracking away of what has been covering up years and years of stifled forgetting of who they are or the covering up of what had been shoved under the rug for so long. What's coming out for people and coming up for people can be thrown at you. All of a sudden, you could be in line waiting to pay for your coffee or you could be at work and all of a sudden someone could get angry with you and they're saying, when and if that happens, stand in the place of diplomacy. Guard your thoughts, guard your reactions, and always remember, stand in the place of love. What you give back will come back to you. And when you are creating conversations, be honest and authentic, but utilize the rule of diplomacy. Speak coolly, calmly, and collectively. We ask that you share with kindness and love, and call in the thoughts of the collective. You are never truly working on your own. You're working with us. Work in co-creation. Call in Archangel Gabriel for your communicative needs. Call in Archangel Raphael to match you with the right team to work with, both human and divine. Call in Archangel Azrael to distract any belief systems that no longer work in your favor. Call an Archangel Michael to protect you. Call in all the Archangels. Call in your guardian angels. Call in your ancestors. Call in your creator. Call in the ascended masters. Call in all the beings from all the dimensions to assist you. And of course, call in the ultra terrestrials and the extraterrestrials to help you. Stand in the place of diplomacy. Thank you for those words, angels. And now we'll transition into the interview that I had with Emily, where she shares her story about the portal. Thanks, everyone. Everyone, I have Emily, a listener who offered to share a personal experience she had with a portal in her bedroom. And hi, Emily. Thanks for being on the show and offering to share your story. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I've really enjoyed chatting with you today. You're such a light. Oh, likewise. Thank you so much. So I'm anxious for people to hear about what's happened with this portal and to hear your experience and how you handled it. So go ahead and share. Yeah. So I have been on my spiritual path for a while now, and I've really been practicing meditating, especially at night, you know, when the kids go down for bed and I feel like I have some time for me. My husband kind of falls asleep right away and I just go into my zone and I ask for my holy team to surround me. And that particular night I was having, I think, just issues falling asleep the last few days. And so I was calling upon my holy team to help me sleep and whatnot. I have like a little eye mask that I wear, a sleeping mask at night, and I had forgotten it. And I didn't realize it as I was meditating until I got deep into meditation where I usually see swirling colors. The most common colors that I see is indigo, purple, you know, my crown chakra kind of opening up. Yellows will come to me, greens, rarely reds and oranges, which I'm like, I got to figure that out. But, you know, my usual purple colors were swirling. And my dog, 
must have gotten startled by something. And keep in mind, she's got three legs. She's a three-legged oh. one. So when she gets up, she stumbles. She's sweet as pie, but so she, her collar clinked into my dresser that she was right next to, and it startled me. So I opened up my eyes, of course, and I see the, these swirling colors on my ceiling. I know I've always seen this with closed eyes. And usually I have my sleep mask on, which kind of helps put weight on my eyelids. That night I forgot it and my eyes popped open because I was startled from the dog. And I see this swirling purple light on my ceiling and it was to the right of my bedroom. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. This is really exciting. This is a little weird. So I watch this, it gets bigger and it spirals kind of over to the left down over my head about two three feet from what i could gauge started getting bigger now when i would focus intensely on the center of it it would shrink then when i kind of softened my gaze you know when you kind of you zone out you know and you kind of your gaze is not a hard gaze that's when it would open back up so i realized that and i'm like okay i need to soften my gaze and the excitement quickly turned into that high vibrational excitement turned into fear a little bit like is this good is this bad <laughs> yeah so i called in my my holy team archangel michael archangel uriel and metatron and i said please protect me whatever this is whatever i'm experiencing please be with me and as soon as i said that i felt instant relief like this is good energy you're fine so I'm like, all right, okay, I'm gonna allow this. And as soon as I, I made that, that affirmation in my head, the portal, I started to look kind of around the edges and it felt exactly what you said, galaxy-like, almost like data or symbols that I could see. I still have not figured out what I saw. The first thing that came to my mind was portal vortex this is some gateway into another dimension and it was just mind-blowing because i was searching for a new podcast and i said intuition my higher self lead me to the best one and i chose you and the first podcast that i listened to was the ufo sighting one with your experience of your vortex and you said listeners out there if you're listening to this and if anyone's experienced anything similar i want to talk to you I went to bed that night and I talked to my husband. And I'm like, this is what I experienced. This lady experienced this. This was the first podcast that I listened to of yours. And it was like, there was a reason why Whoa. I listened to that. Oh, I and chose. it was like, I did too. I mean, I, I have chills thinking about it right now, but it, it was, you know, how was, you have a lot of podcasts. How was it? It was meant to be that one. Was yeah, I'm almost at a hundred podcasts and you fell on that one. Yep. Yeah. And I had never listened to you before that day. I said, God, you know, universe, direct me to what I need to hear right now. And I listened. And after that podcast, it was like, now I've listened to probably almost all 100 of your podcasts, which have been so, so helpful. I feel like I am, I'm experiencing so many things that through your podcasts have given me a sense of clarity you know, what the heck is this? And I think without your podcast, I would be searching and searching and searching for a lot of those answers. So I'm so grateful I fell upon your podcast. Thank you. 
And after that vortex, I tried to do it the next night. And I'm like, that was really cool. Told my husband about it. And I realized I could do it anytime I want. I did it last night. Oh my gosh, I want that. So how did you, how'd you recreate it? Or how'd you get back into it? So I go through my usual meditation and I see the swirling purple colors in my head. Okay. And last night I had my, my face mask on, my sleeping mask. Now I opened up my eyes and I could see it with open eyes with my face mask on. So then I took off my, my sleep mask. I could see it on the ceiling. Now, the one thing that I like about your experience is you could go through it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to go through it. So maybe that's why I didn't. I don't, I, but I didn't do that on purpose. It's just like it was there. So yeah, I don't, I don't know that it's because I'm ready or anything. I don't. And what did you get out of it? You know, do you think this is lady? I don't know. (laughs) I was like, oh, Rachel's going to have the answers for me. (laughs) And none of us do, but it is, I will say after that portal opened, I have started receiving so many messages Okay. That's it. It's like, there's, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're okay. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I feel like you're giving me pieces to a puzzle that I need and vice versa. There's synchronicities. Things are starting to make sense to me gently bit by bit. I guess the human in me expected, okay, now everything's going to make sense like lock, stock and barrel. But what I'm finding out is Now I have the experience of when I'm riding in the car, it's bit by bit, these synchronicities, I'm able to make sense of future messages from Sarai, from the extraterrestrial and angelic realm, I guess deeper, I can internalize it more, receive them more. And also when they visit me, It's no longer just locked in my meditative state. They can show up standing by my bed and I don't pee my pants anymore. Yeah. It's also that. Now, do you physically see them? I do now. You do. You will too. They're saying. I just asked to physically see them, but I said, please don't show me anything dark that I can't handle because I can't handle it right now. This is, they. no, this will be... Because I've seen dark stuff too. And I I said the same thing. I don't want to go back to that. I don't go back. Yep. You know, from you and I talking a few minutes ago, you know that I do exorcisms and I only do them when there's children involved because I don't like to do them. So I only say yes when there's a family and children involved. Sure. Don't want to go back to see any dark stuff anymore. Yeah. So they keep that promise for me. And so when they show up, it's only like if I see an extraterrestrial or an an angel at this point, it's the most wonderful experience. And my only negative response is I don't want it to end. That's the only negative part of it. I know. And I will agree. I, you know, from talking previously, you know that I feel deep in my heart that I saw an angel out of my window and I have only experienced them in dreams after that moment. But it's like, it is so that feeling of love and light, it's not earthly. Like I can't even describe it of what it could possibly feel like on this earth. You only know it, you know, through that spiritual experience and, you know, it only resonates. It it only makes sense. I think too, 
if it happens to you. I think there's so many people that are open to this topic and spirituality, but everybody knows their truth. And I think every single person on this planet has had some type of experience where they can say that was really weird. That was really, you know, esoteric and I can't describe it. Yeah. And that's their truth. You know, this is our truth. We may sound cuckoo and I don't even talk to my own family members about this type of stuff. I don't really either. Is so well, except my husband, but yeah, and yes. your husband too. He's all about it. Yeah. We are but so blessed. I, I think that's Emily, that's a really good point. And I want to add to that it's also not exclusive to us. Correct. People ask me a lot, and I'm gonna paraphrase, but people will ask me things like, Well, how did you get to this point where you could see all this stuff? Or what do I need to do to see all this stuff? I always try to do my best to say, I'm no more gifted than anybody else. And Um, I love that you say that. Let this conversation prove that. I mean, for you and me, Emily, this just happened to us, didn't it? Yep. Right? You asked for it. Mm -hmm. And you, you did a beautiful job of saying, I don't want it. I don't want to be scared. I loved that feeling of knowing that I have my angels with me. I want more of that. I don't want to be scared. I, you know, you put it out there and then your angels know you so well that they know the right timing. So I guess I want to say for people listening and they're saying, okay, well, when's it my turn? That's never happened to me. It will happen. Yeah. Maybe that's the missing link that we have to be, be brave enough to say, number one, God or universe, whoever we follow creator, we want that, say yes to it. We want to say, we don't want to see anything that'll scare us and trust our angels enough to know that they know our timing. They're not going to give it to us when we're so stressed with work that we can't handle another layer. They're going to give it to us when they know it's the right time. Right. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And that resonates so much because I asked for this. I fell upon your podcast for a reason. And I've been so drawn to, especially after COVID and and Ukraine, you know, all this destruction and this this hurt in the world. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. I don't do, you know, I'm, I'm an interior designer. And, you know, I know that helps. And I, 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 I put my soul and heart you know, with the energy that goes into people's homes. Of course it does. But I felt like I wanted to do more. And I think this is where this is all coming from. I do feel like I've started to, I'm taking a a Reiki course. And, you know, I, I think this, you're right about this vortex because this is making a lot of sense to me all of a sudden when you said this is, you know, almost a catalyst for this spiritual journey because the messages that I'm coming through I will tell you, I have affirmations. I've delivered a couple of the messages to family members that I've talked with my husband. Do you think they would be open to this? And after some encouragement from my husband, I delivered a couple of these messages and the affirmations, the validations that I have gotten from these these people makes me feel like in my heart that this is true divine message coming through. It's incredible. Okay. Let me please share, if you don't mind, going back to your question about when you looked into the portal and you began to see kind of looks like the hieroglyphics around it, this, this, and what that might be about. Mm -hmm. 
I'm hearing your angels say that some of that was your personal coding being shown to you to wake up the gifting that you had. As you articulate that after that experience, you felt more confident to receive messages and share them with people. They're then saying to me, yes, because as you looked in the portal, you were receiving data that was waking up your gifting and you saw the data in the portal and outside the the perimeter those symbols you saw that was the outward showing that was the data of your gifting that was the coding and when you saw it that was your angel body that was your angelic form speaking to you showing you saying come out of hibernation love this is who you are live into it and they're saying whatever you do with your feet on the ground do it with joy because your true gifts will come out no matter what do it with bliss and then they show me that when you and your family children and husband align with this idea whatever you do do in bliss find the joy then they show me that whatever you need in this 3d world like health money warmth food all of that will pour in so elements of abundance that make sense to you you won't have to worry about that because it's like a wonderful byproduct it'll come with it yeah and I your husband that. needs to hear that when you said the you know my coding you know kind of being brought to my face and to my attention i did have a meditation of one of my angels showing me a book and my first thought was the akashic records and i couldn't understand what this book was until you said that and i wonder if that's what that was part of akashic records and i don't know the name of this angel yet which is really getting to me i'm 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 working on it one of my other guardian angels did come through in a meditation which i was so grateful for and the name seraph came through and in my human brain i thought i don't know that so i converted to converted it to seraphine yeah and she um she didn't have wings she was all dressed in white, kind of like a romper, beautiful. Everything was white. And she was in kind of like a beautiful garden shed. If you've seen the movie, The Shack, something yes. like that. Yes. And she had curly blonde hair, angular features. And I knew she was an angel. And I asked her, I said, why do you look like a human? And she said, because that's how you want me to look. So I don't scare you. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that is what I think. And she she had an owl on her shoulder and she said, this is your spirit animal and his name is Howlick. And I said, oh, cute. Kind of like Howie, I'll call him Howie. And, you know, and then she said, I do have something else to show you. And out came my cat who passed away almost 10 years ago. And it just was, you know, one of those wonderful meditations where it was, you know, the amount of gratitude that I felt was just incredible. So she came through. Do you, are you open to to extraterrestrials? 
I am, as long as it's not the, I think in my head because of movies, you know, the Hollywood movies. Yes. And that's exactly why I was afraid of the dark side for years and years and years and shut down my spirituality because of that. Yes. Um, but to answer your question, yes, I am open to extraterrestrials okay. and really anything love and light. Okay, because the the owl, she's also showing you that your, your angels are working in tandem with extraterrestrials. The owl is an extraterrestrial that's showing up as an owl not to scare you. Interesting. Okay. The, the light that we talked through before the recording, the angel that came through also had an extraterrestrial with her. So when you were helping your daughter with another portal and you asked an angel to come through, you also had an extraterrestrial come through to help you. And they are, they tell me that they're angelic in form. So we will talk to them as extraterrestrials. And the way I have to, Rachel speaking, the way I have to make this make sense in my mind is I think of it like different neighborhoods sure. <laughs> where the angels are. And then if we go over a little bit, here are the extraterrestrials. And it's just the way it makes sense in me because I think of them in different layers or different, well, neighborhoods because they're so close to each other in vibrational frequency. They're, they're made out of love. And they like that because the alternate is like men in black. When you have the <laughs> aliens that are the destroyers or they're, they're snotty and icky and gooey. And that's just not it at all. They're right. not here to destroy. They're here to empower us and save us and help us. And they say, there will be times that they will come through for you, but not until you're ready. And they will be with your angels. They work with them. And there are times that you've seen them, but they'll come through in ways that are comfortable for you. Only okay. just allow. Your word is allow. I Rachel speaking again. I hear myself saying that to myself and to people. Your word is allow. I hear that a lot. Coming <laughs> through for us. Our word is allow. It feels like a game show. Our word is allow. Our word is allow. <laughs> We're just supposed to let it flow through. And gosh, if you if you would have told me two years ago that I would be talking about aliens, I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> Seriously. I just would not have believed you. It was it was so pushed down in my psyche as bullshit. <laughs> but they're so loving. Emily, what's coming up for you and your your partner, your husband, and your beautiful children, you're growing as a spiritual family in ways that are so peaceful and easy and remarkable. I just am so happy for you. Thank you so much. That that makes me so happy. And this journey has been eye-opening, wonderful. As you say, it's going to get weird. It's going to get wonderful. And I truly feel that, but I'm so grateful for it. Yes. Or as my producer, Tina likes to say, she doesn't love it when we say weird. So we'll say exciting. I hear you, Tina. <laughs> That's exciting. Maybe not weird, but exciting. I hear you, love. Love you, Tina. Love you. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about that comes to mind 
Emily, about the portal that you want to tell people because you saw the data on the outside. What happened after that? I want to make sure we get that story out. Yeah, (laughs) of course. So I have started asking for, you know, my, my, my prayer, what I say in my head is, you know, divine God and my holy team, please bring messages of love and light. And if I can help, you know, ones that I love or anyone else, please help bring them through. And I think that has been heard because I have been receiving quite a few messages. One recently, I'll I'll share two of them quickly. My girlfriend and her husband and her beautiful little boy came over to our house. She said she was not feeling well. And I just learned all about Archangel Raphael and I meditated on it that night. And, and, you know, I did some healing energy and, and, you know, really put a lot of thought and intent behind it. And Archangel Raphael showed me this crystal. I know the viewers can't see this, but this is my clear quartz crystal that I have. So it's about, let me hold that up again. I'll describe it. So, you know, it's about four inches long and about, what, three inches in diameter? It's gorgeous. Yeah, about, yeah, three. And it's got, you know, it comes to a point at, at one end. And I just felt very drawn to this crystal, a rock shop, Sienna Moon near my house. And Angel, in my meditation that night, I wanted to help my friend. And he pulled this crystal up over her head like this. and. I saw, what's that? Like a unicorn. Yeah, like a unicorn. And I saw this brown mass in her body. And she was also worried about, you know, a couple things with her body. So my brain was kind of going towards what she told me. And I thought, well, that just doesn't make sense. It had to do with her breast. And I I said, it just doesn't make sense that it would be brown. And it was just this big brown mass. And Archangel Raphael kind of just pulled this mass out through the top of her head into this crystal and sent it into the earth to transmute that energy. Mm. And the next day I called my friend, I said, Hey, I just wanted to check in on you. I'm a little bit worried about, you know, you weren't feeling well this past weekend. I just wanted to check in. She said, actually, I was in the hospital and I had a bowel obstruction And I'm okay now, but I was, you know, really, you know, really hurting and I was in the hospital. And when this meditation was happening was Tuesday night. That was when she was in the hospital. Oh my goodness. And so that was, you know, one that came through. You helped move that through. I like to think so, you know, and of course the wonderful medical team that assists, but Archangel Raphael, I was just so grateful, you know, thank you. Thank you for helping my friend. And so that was one, you know, very exciting, like, oh my gosh, is this real life right now? Did that really happen? And thank God my friend is okay. And then a couple nights later, I have a, a journal that I write it all down in now because I get these messages. I go to bed about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I meditate and I'm in this deep meditative state where I'm not quite sleeping. I'm not quite awake. I don't get the best sleep these nights. And uh, uh-huh. message comes through and I quickly write it down. It's usually about, it's either like midnight or two in the morning or three in the morning when these messages come through, because I have to repeat the process of meditating to get back to bed. So sometimes they vary with the times. But the other one that came through was when I met Seraphine, my angel, And she also let me know that she works with animals. 
And I thought, how cool. I love animals. Animals have been a huge part of my life and my spiritual journey. And after I saw Dexter, my cat, who passed away 10 years ago, this black dog sitting, wagging her tail. And she's just so happy. And she's looking at me. And I say, hi, Penny. And it was my sister-in-law's dog. My sister-in-law is a, is a vet who has helped animals that have been in really rough situations that just come into her life, probably to help heal her. And Penny came through. Penny was the first dog that my sister-in-law rescued through her connections. And Penny had this huge black and white sign that she held up saying, thank you. And in her mind's eye, and my mind's eye, we weren't talking, I could understand that she was saying thank you to my sister-in-law. And then she showed me a piece of cloth that was purple. And she said, this will make sense to your sister to, you know, I don't don't want to say her name on the podcast because if any of my family members listen to this, uh, (laughs) which I don't think they will, but my sister-in-law, it'll make sense. And she'll also find a turquoise stone with kind of like speckles. And I thought, okay, cool. And then Penny also said, look, I learned how to sit and I can shake paw. And she also showed me that she sleeps on the right side of her bedroom. She showed me the image of my sister-in-law's bedroom. My sister-in-law sleeping on the left side with Penny on the right side, almost spooning her, cuddling up to her. And she said, look, I can jump up on the bed now. Oh. And I sleep with her and I come to her in dreams. She doesn't always remember them, but I will come to her and she'll remember them eventually and she'll find a turquoise stone. So I, I worked up the courage after talking to my husband, like, she, should I deliver this message? Should I not? You know, this is not your typical sister-in-law conversation. And my husband said, yeah, she's really open to this. And I know that too. So I knew in my heart, she would receive this message well. And she said, that's so interesting. Once I, I opened up and I said, are you, are you open to receiving this message from Penny? She said, yes, absolutely. And she said, what really hit home was, you know, the, the purple cloth. She said she went back and she looked at a couple pictures, her favorite picture of her and Penny. She's wearing a bright purple shirt, bright oh. purple shirt. And the turquoise stone, she said, that's interesting that you said that as well because they they go beach sea glass hunting and the turquoise stone is the rarest to find she said she has not gone sea glass hunting in a long time and she misses it and it really connects her with nature and so she started going again and i said well you're going to find a turquoise stone and it's going to be from penny and she said yeah the turquoise is always the goal is always the goal. You know, you usually find reds and yellows and oranges and sometimes green, but the turquoise is the one every sea glass hunter wants. So, and then the bed, the bed too, she said all of her other animals that have slept on the bed with her will not sleep on the right side. Because that's Penny's spot. Penny's spot. And she said they, her little dog that sleeps with her now actually won't even sleep on the bed. And she's tried to put him up. He jumps back down and he'll sit with her on the couch. No problem. She said, so that makes a lot of sense as to why not of her animals will sleep on the bed. That's Penny's spot. Yeah. They can, they can see her. Well done. 
so these are just a, a couple of experiences that have you know really come through after this vortex and like yes. you said you know i'm not above anyone you know anyone can do this i think believing in it and being open to it and you know maybe you have one experience where you you say i can't explain that and maybe that's what opens the door and you you know you you embrace that as opposed to the human brain saying nah that was an electrical problem or no that you know it was this yes. i think once we start believing and once we embrace it and ask for it you know i think if you don't ask for it you know it's kind of like you know in the human world if if you ask for help oh that's everyone exactly is so right happy to help and well same course. in the spiritual world yes because we have free will and and we sign up in this lifetime to have free will so we can do it ourselves we can come to the realization that we are powerful like this and our angels bless their hearts they have to kind of watch us struggle <laughs> really wanting us to say oh she's almost there she's almost there oh man not this time so the moment we ask for help, we're like, okay, let's roll. Let's yes. do it. Yes. And that's when things started. I tell my husband, it's like somebody turned on the faucet and the water just keeps flowing. Oh, I love I'm that. so grateful. Yes. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Before I let you go, would you mind sharing with me and the listeners what your nighttime routine is to get into sleep or meditation. I'd be curious to hear that. Yeah, of course. It has been modified thanks to you recently, the unzipping process. If listeners, if you have not listened to the unzipping process, I'll kind of briefly go over that and how I incorporated that into my meditation. I am laying in bed and I always kind of think of grounding roots growing out of either my spine or my feet deep into the earth. And then I also ask for the protection of God's white light for safety. And I imagine this beautiful, like, you know, the rays of the sun around my body. And recently too, I've, I've been calling in my holy team and really thinking who is my holy team and a lot of them have come through a meditation recently where i can name them individually and instead of naming them individually i i just call them my holy team now and they're all there and i use my horse my my horse who passed away his name was arlo and we had this galloping hill and it was just the best feeling on earth that i that i hold in my heart along with, of course, my babies being born. But this one for me is, you know, there's a little bit of pain in, in childbirth too. So it, there's, <laughs> it's twofold. But my horse, I imagine this galloping hill and I imagine the unzipping process while I'm on his back. And we, we are at the foot of the galloping hill and I unzip the layer of what, what's my body. I let my body shed off on his back and we start trotting up the hill. And then I unzip the layer of my soul 
And I let that fly off as we enter into a canter state, which is the pace right before a gallop. And as we start to gallop, I imagine us just shooting into this white light of love. And there's a left 90 degree turn at the top of this hill. So on earth, you have to turn left. Otherwise you go straight into a fence, a little scary, exhilarating. But in my spiritual mind, I imagine him having wings with me and we fly off into the quantum world and into the angelic realm and this beautiful white bliss. And it depends on what I'm meditating on. But a lot of times when I enter that zone, it's black. It, it's white at first, then it turns to black, and then the swirling colors come through. It also depends if I'm really tired, because sometimes I start drifting off to sleep. Mm-hmm. But when I'm not really tired, that's when messages will start coming through. And I'll have this imagery in my head. And a year ago, I would dismiss it as, yeah, that's just my imagination. And kind of say, this is weird, Right. Now I embrace it and I let it come and I'm so grateful and I write it all down because it's easy to forget all of this when you're you know, in that state right before sleep and I write it all down and it's incredible what's been coming through. So that's my, my process. I would say maybe takes me five minutes to do that process and sometimes I can do it a lot faster, but I, I find when I take my time, that's when... I have better quality of of content that comes through. Mm, That is lovely. Thank you. Well, you helped me with the unzipping process. I loved that. Would you feel comfortable with the listeners adopting your process? Of course. Yes. I'm happy if anyone adopts it as their own and it helps them just like you've helped me. Okay. Well, you hear that, everybody. You have permission to try that. That's a really process. Too. I just want to add, I'm sorry to interject, what came to my heart right now was just whatever brings you that, that happy place. Mm-hmm. So that's why I imagine galloping. I used to do it every year on my birthday, gallop up that galloping hill and, and you know, just being one with my horse. Yes. So whatever your happy place is, I think that's really key in getting you to that state of mind and state of being to be open to receiving these messages because it raises your vibration. Yes. And you could imagine a meadow and you could be on a butterfly. Yeah. Right. You could be on a dragon. (laughs) Yes. I really, I mean that I can imagine it really works for you because you have that relationship with your horse. There's a lot of trust there. Yes. Wonder. And, and let's, Let's remember everybody that our animals are also our spirit animals, so it doesn't matter their size. So you could even make an an agreement with your kitty on the other side or your dog. It doesn't matter if they're little. Ask them, could I ride with you? And they'll say yes. So even though it's a kitty, you can, they could get big for you. You can ride with them. They'll say yes. Just ask ahead of time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's just really lovely. Thank you for sharing that. And Emily, thank you for sharing who you are and sharing where you are in your process and for sharing this story about the portal in such a, oh, 
I guess, a, a positive way. We often share portal stories as if they're scary and they're not, they're doorways. Yeah. So thank you I for handling it the way you did. <laughs> yeah. I probably wouldn't have handled it that way, you know, 10 years ago. But I think you have to experience darkness to experience the light. And once you embrace the darkness as this this world, this universe, everything is all connected. And we need on earth, this is, you know, a earthly plane of duality. And I would always push away the darkness and I would, which would shut down the lightness. I, w- I wouldn't want to dive into my spirituality. And until I started to embrace, there is, there's darkness out there and there's light. Yeah. But yeah, when you have a yeah. flashlight, you know, wherever you shine, it cannot be dark. And that's how I think of it. Yeah. Well, I hear your dog. You know, they are outside. They're probably love barking it. at the neighbor dogs. We've got a big uh, invisible fence slide. They, they love, I love it. <laughs> we used to think that there was Satan and there was God. And now there is, there is no Satan. Everything is created by God, the dark and the light. It all comes from God. So we know that when there's darkness, we're actually safe. There's something that God has created that is dark so we can witness it and it helps us appreciate the light. You just took it right out of my head because I was thinking it makes you appreciate the light. And I'm like, she just said it. And I was thinking that I love this. (laughs) Thank you, angels. Yes. All right, everyone. Well, as you listen in this moment, if you could just send some gratitude to Emily and hugs and gratitude. Thank you for doing that with me. And I want to send all of you listening clarity and strength and love on your journey. And I want to tell you that as you listen to this episode, this is episode 99. I cannot believe it that you, the next episode you hear will be episode 100. I'd like to tell you I'm going to do something special, but you know what? I don't even know what I'm going to wear tomorrow. <laughs> so, but this is episode 99, y'all. So imagine that I'm baking you a cake or you're baking me a cake. I don't know. But this is episode 99. And next episode is episode 100. Pretty exciting. So if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can go to my website, rachelcorpus.com or on Facebook or Instagram, search up at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator. And I have something else cool coming up that I'd like you to peek upon. I have permission to share that I've been working on a project with John Lennon. Now, of course, he's in the spirit world, but there's something special about his life. You know, he was with Yoko Ono for a long time, but and that is a very precious love story. But, you know, our, our hearts are big, and he also loved May Pang. And I have been able to help May Pang and some of producers that there is a movie coming out called Lost Weekend. And it's coming out premiering April 13th. I want you to look for that movie. It will be released nationwide April 13th. And it is the story of their love. And I'm excited because often when there is secret love, this was true love, it's finally being told. And I've got gotten to work with May Pang and John Lennon in the spirit world for the last few years to get this story out. And of course, I'm just one of many moving parts in this project. 
And I'm excited to share that the story will finally be told. So like, I'm just gonna, so make sure that you look for The Lost Weekend and you'll begin to hear stories. You know, you, you see what you look for. So if you can put your awareness out there, you'll begin to hear and see stories on NPR and all the, the news outlets. And I would just encourage you to go. It is infused with amazing music, of course, by the Beatles. And you will get to meet Peng. She, she narrates the whole movie. And I've got some great classes coming up. And also I'm going on a trip to Eureka Springs, May 1st through 4th. If you're interested in taking a trip with me, we're going to go to the Crescent Hotel. And that is America's most haunted hotel, as they say. We're going to have some fun there. I'm going to do a group reading and we're going to see all the sights. And that will be posted on my website shortly. So if you're interested in taking a bus trip with me and 40 of your future best friends, you can see how to do that. So if you're looking for some fun classes and a trip, and of course, viewing The Lost Weekend, you can go to my website, rachelcorpus.com. Most importantly, I want you to get ready to hear this because it is absolute truth. You are loved. I love you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify.